with another episode of Reality After Bedtime. I'm Marquis. And I'm Tori. And we're going to be covering Summer House again today. But first, we're going to get into <laughs> our bedtime story. And I think we're going to talk about, so one thing recently I've been trying to figure out, maybe this show and like other shows I've been watching. I've also been watching Swagger on Apple TV. Watching what? Swagger. Swagger? Yeah. It's oh, okay. like, I think it's supposed to be inspired by Kevin Durant's time as a basketball player, like on the circuit when he was a teenager, teenager and such, but it's got a pretty good cast and I'm really enjoying it. Actually, I've watched like, I watched the first two seasons. Is it on the second season? No, Are I watched the first season. Like while you're working? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I haven't noticed and, you like, watching when this. you go to the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, then I sit with the baby and watch, <laughs> watch different shows. <laughs> so anyway, been watching that. So they, uh, it's predominantly black cast. So they have different hairstyles and stuff too. Anyway, point is, been trying to figure out what to do with my hair. Like I've just been kind of growing it out because I've got tired of Not getting... A, a hair journey. Yeah. Tired of getting like fades all the time or just figuring out what the heck to do with it so it's gotten really long and been trying to figure out what to do with it so last night we did um two strand twists and stuff and it was uh tori got a learning experience out of it. i did um, watch some youtube yeah, videos and, she and twisted it up for me and stuff mm-hmm. so and i've never done anything like it before either so the actual like twisting part and doing the edges and all that was fun the hard part for me was the parting like I'm too much of a perfectionist, and so, <laughs> oops, hit my microphone. So that part was nerve-wracking for me, but I think it turned out good. Yeah. Yep. It's learning experience, I think, overall, just with even trying to take care of it and trying to figure out care and such, too, like at night, like when getting like a scarf, but it keeps coming off at night because I move around too much, apparently. So... <laughs> Trying to figure that part out. Ordered one on Amazon. Hopefully that one's better. And you even probably like, should have been wearing a silk cap of some sort. Like anytime you had your hair grown out because yeah, of like sure. breakage and stuff. Yeah. So also, we also got one for our two year old because his hair is curly. It's not mm-hmm. as tight of curls, but it's curly and it gets like matted yeah. when he sleeps. So yeah. trying to so. figure out his hair too. So lots of hair journeys over here. Yep. So that's been fun. And just trying something different. With my hair, it's cool. And then we're also... Anything but shaving it off, because I'm not about that. <laughs> <laughs> my preferred way of going usually is just to buzz it. But I think that's more of like a comfort thing, just because that's how my hair was pretty much my first 15, 16 years of my life. I was just buzzing it, and then even into adulthood and stuff, like I just kind of reverted back to that, because my stepdad never let me do anything with it, so... And now, at least our two-year-old has long hair. He has not. We have never cut his hair. It's not, like, super, super long, but I like the, like, letting it kind of just see what it does and letting it be natural, and I always encourage Marquise to keep his curls. Yeah. So we're trying it. I like it so far. and I I think think it's fun. Yeah. Keep trying stuff out with it, and... See where it goes. Mm-hmm. The um, top looks really cool because it's long. The sides, we got to let them grow out, but the top looks really awesome. Yeah. And then otherwise, we're moving, so that's a whole... 
That's the not fun part. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. And we're just renting right now because we, we're essentially trying to find a cheaper place so that we can save up to buy because we want to get the right place when we buy because mm-hmm. we haven't bought a place. So it's like, okay, let's use these first-time home buyer benefits and such. But renting is just a whole shit show, and it sucks. Yeah, so. and we live in like a a touristy place, and so rentals are... There's a lot of demand, yeah, and not as much supply, and so then we get kind of put through the ringer about stuff, and yeah, and I feel like silly. the prices aren't the prices aren't as crazy as they were even a year ago when we moved here. But I feel no. like on the side of like you said, the supply and demand in the market at the moment, I feel like that's the bad part of it is mm-hmm. um, just trying to go through <clears throat> all these processes and self-touring houses and all that crap is just exhausting so yeah it's well it's taking a two-year-old and an infant to go tour these places and then we get back home and we need to apply and it's a lot with little ones and yeah just figuring out to like where in the city that we want to be and be closer closer to to stuff (laughs) yeah right now we're we're in a beautiful community but it is in the middle of nowhere so Feels like it's in Timbuktu. Yeah, so. which I don't mind being like on the outskirts, but at the same time, I just want to be closer to, you know, like Chick-fil-A. Well, we used to live in a metropolitan area, so that's part of it is that we had mm-hmm. the convenience. So you could literally drive anything down the road Everything was close. five minutes. Yeah, so. Target was only 10 minutes away, and now it's 25, and it, the Target that's 25 minutes away is not a Target I want to go to. Because it's Alyssa too busy. Talking about Target too far away. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, and I grew up in a town where the closest Target was like an hour and a half, two hours away. So, yep, fun times. So yeah, we're just weighing our options, and we want to find a place that's comfortable and can help us to save a little bit more and all that. So it's just a yeah. lot to weigh and figure out, but we'll get there. And I think we got. If anything, like a little less than a month to figure it out. So, mm-hmm. which with rentals, all... you don't need that much time. Like, it's not as big of a deal as like with owning or if you're buying, you need longer times, so like with closing and stuff. So, hopefully, with this, we'll we'll be able to. Hopefully, I guess the next time we record, we'll be able to say that we found a place. Yeah, that's a dream. Mm-hmm. And we got vacation and we're visiting my family and such too. So. Lots of things coming up in the next few weeks. So mm-hmm. it's just trying to make it through and get through all this. Anyway, so yeah, that's our all that's going on right now with us. And we're chugging through it and we're still having fun in the process. So mm-hmm. all good things. But anyway, getting into old Martha's Vineyard, friends at Oak Bluffs, another dramatic episode. I'm really enjoying this show. Not, I know that The Big D and like Summer House, Martha's Vineyard aren't really comparable shows because they're very different like premise and everything. But this show is just like when I sit down to watch it, I understand what I'm watching and I understand like, <laughs> slow. And part of it is probably because I just I am like the like original Summer House fan. But as I'm even taking notes, I'm like, I understand what's happening and like all of it. And it's just such a good show and it's produced well. Yeah. And then I go to watch the big D and I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- it's definitely easier to take notes for summer house. And I feel like I 
have more notes to take because there is a lot going on, but it's done well in a way that's okay. I just need to catch all the things that are happening because they do kind of give it to you in the fire hose, but it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the big D, it's like, I got to rewind because that didn't make any sense. They skipped over something. Like, what did they say? This, so I'm missing some part of the story here, but we're not talking about a big day. And I don't want we're to. Not. It's, That's just, I yeah. just wanted to say this. I do really enjoy this show. Yeah. Yeah. Good show. Good story. Like it, I feel like it progressively gets better each episode. I agree. As well. So, and I'm interested to see, like knowing they have another season coming out. I think, I think it's interesting too. So. Yeah. They're um, going to be recording here soon. Yeah. So we're back and we're talking about Nick's girlfriend beginning of this episode he tells us a little bit about her he says that she's younger her name is tasia did i say it right tasia tasia mm-hmm. yeah. they've been dating for a year and a half <laughs> and I, said, I was like not wait, much longer after this <laughs> wait, wait a second <laughs> you also said they met at a new year's eve party but they've been dating for a year and a half so i was like so you met at a new year's eve party last year yeah and how is it just that everyone in this house doesn't know about this girlfriend that you've been dating for a year and a half well he says they don't post about each other that I'm doesn't like, matter these are his friends right and but they don't know you have a girlfriend but yeah he just i am in the same opinion as everyone else in the house he's a damn fool because mm-hmm. like he was trying to see what he could get from these other women. Yeah. And but also he says that she is private. I'm like, is she hiding him? Does she not want people to know that she's dating him? Just everything know. feels super. It sounds sketch. like he needs to be on that secret relationship show this uh-huh. on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that's hiding her because that seems. I don't be know the because case. she says that she doesn't want him to post stuff on social media. That's what he said. Yeah, he said that's that, his side of the story. Yeah. But his as a story has been pretty shifty at this point. Oh my gosh, yeah, been. he's been in the house for how long at this point, and has just now brought up this girl. But uh, that's what I'm saying. These people aren't just like now becoming his friend or his friends. So why do they not know about this girlfriend that he's had for a year and a half? Yeah, even if she never like, came up in conversation. Yeah, that's the thing. Even if she's private and doesn't want him to post, have a hard time believing. That it's a don't even talk to me, talk about me to your friends right? kind of situation. Like that, I don't think it's that private. <laughs> I just think it's then it's like, not a relationship. Yeah, she's not your girlfriend. And even the way like they talk on the phone and Facetime and all that, it seems like I just I would think that if you were proud of your relationship, you would still like even if you just had a confident confidant and a couple of guys or something like that. Like none of these guys knew at all. You can be private like social media wise and not putting your relationship out there in a way to be like criticized, but the people close to you should know that the relationship exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd get it if it was one thing and it's your, you met some strangers or something like that. Like you were all strangers in this house and you're just now kind of telling them that you're in a relationship because you're a private person. Like I get it. I'm a private person, but I'm also not going to hide the fact that I'm married. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like, that's my thing. So Coming into it, which I guess into this more in the episode too, but like coming into the house, he's not going to be like, I'm single. Right. And he very much in the first few episodes, it seems like he was single. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, you're at least going to be like, hey, I'm in a relationship. You don't have to go into details about that person, but at least be clear that you're not available. Well, and you look at everybody's reactions and even what they did, like he's been in 
all these girls as DMs. And they even mm-hmm. talked about that on one of the, I think it was the last episode when they were in the car. And was it Silas that said that he's basically been in all these girls' DMs? Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't say a lot in person, but he said a lot in their DMs. Yes. So, and all the girls feel that way, too. Of, what do you mean you have a girlfriend? <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, what? Uh, every single person in this house was, like, highly taken aback by the fact that he had a girlfriend. So, mm-hmm. so that was interesting. So, everybody goes to bed at, after this conversation. Then we get the next morning, Silas and Alex talk in the kitchen about working out and if they're going to work out or not. That day, Shanice is saying that she's going home at one. She said, because she didn't hook up with anybody, <laughs> and she said that she wanted to impress her new sales job. So that's kind of we Why she's asked not. that yeah. at the beginning. And so <laughs> the girls are going on a mimosa walk, and the guys are all working out together. And it looks like military workout. Oh, my uh, gosh. Silas, Silas is, is leading it. it. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, and the okay. girls are just taking yep. a friendly stroll through the going, woods. <laughs> yep. Going on the mimosa walk for sure. Oh, man. So I split up my notes between both of you. So I'm just going to go guys work out first. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Silas is leading the workout, military workout. They're doing leg lifts and push-ups and, and all just kinds Just like of his things. tone. Yeah. is Okay, this is like a military workout. Yeah, and Preston, he was not about it. <laughs> no, he said he wanted to go on the mimosa walk. Yeah, and he had to set Silas straight at one point about his endurance level because, it, it, and I agree, it, he was saying Silas was trying to tell him to do stuff like at his level, and Preston was like, "I'm doing it just at my pace." You can't be <laughs> like that's my thing. So like we huh. used to with my team, we used to do physical training. Like we had like a we had a trainer that did all of our workouts and everything. And what makes a great trainer is knowing the different ability levels of the people that you're training. And so you never feel like, oh, I'm less than because I'm doing this differently than this other person. Yeah. Like she always was like, hey, if you need to modify this, what you do, blah, blah, blah. And was great. And Silas obviously does not know that because he's just expecting Preston to be the same as the, all the other guys. Yeah. And he's no, like, I don't work out like y'all, nor do I want to. I'm still participating right and yeah he was still doing the workouts so it just shouldn't have been an issue and then silas brings up the free drinks conversation this man why Uh, did he bring it up yeah i'm like this isn't gonna go well for you and he was still like fired up about the whole thing Mm -hmm. and nick says the girls have been a unit for a long time even before silas Mm -hmm. and he brings up that his mother was a single mother and didn't have the protection or shroud of a man. So I think he brought a good perspective here. And even the other guys didn't really seem to think it was that big of a deal. Well, Nick said that it shouldn't matter if it's not reciprocated, which I 100% agree with. Yeah. And I just, I agree. I just don't think it's that big a deal. Like, I think that Silas is insecure. Oh, 100%. And, and controlling. Or insecure. Because Jasmine is, I guess, probably in some ways not exactly who he thought she was. Like, he probably got bits and pieces, but... She was a... What do you mean? She was, like, a Playboy... What was it? Like... Playboy bunny? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why could I not think of it? I was, like, waitress. trying to see if you were... (laughs) If there (laughs) was something else you were alluding to. I was a waitress. No. She was a Playboy bunny. And she has this group of, of girlfriends. 
who did he think that she is? Like, that she just sat at home all the time? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, they met during the pandemic, so that's he's only true. gotten, like, this sheltered side of her in a way. So I think that's been part of the problem. And now he's seeing her with all of her friends and seeing, well, I guess he's kind of seen her with Jordan. But he, he just didn't thought like that. that Jordan was a problem. But now, <laughs> yeah. like, he's seeing, oh, they're all like that. Yeah. And so I think it's very much a Silas problem. And, like, I agree in some ways with what Bria was talking about later. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is very controlling and just needs to back up and give Jasmine some space. And yeah, I don't know. Stop trying to control every situation and feeling like he knows best because he's treating her more like a, almost like a father would than like a husband. I feel like it's almost, oh, I know the right way. Let me lead you and let me guide you and let me give you things and do all this stuff. And, and then, you know, they bang and then he's back to that. But it's not in like a way where. Like for you and I, we're very much equals. But if you think that like I made a decision or I'm going to make a decision that you don't necessarily agree with, you don't just tell me I have to do what you think is right. We would have a conversation about it and you would give me your opinion and maybe try to guide me and help me see other another perspective. And he's very much just know this is what's right. Yeah. And this is why I feel like he's being more like a like a father figure to her. Like he feels like, like he an needs authority to be that way. figure. Yeah, like I'm have seen the light and I'm showing you what I know it is. more than you do about <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So, and I would say the show's produced to make everyone look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it very much shows this side of him other than like their bedroom sessions that they have. Oh so, my gosh. so hopefully they're figuring it out. They're newlyweds too. So I think that. Yeah. They've been married for what? Three months. Yeah. And they're on a big vacation and having to deal with a bunch of, adults as well so that's also going to bring out a lot of tension and Mm -hmm. stuff as well so i just think a lot going on for early marriage for them but yeah hopefully they figure it out so then they had a brief conversation about nick's girlfriend and then they talked about each other's feet for some reason so about what each other's feet each other's feet i was like (laughs) what'd you say (laughs) then we're on to the girls walk it's much more chill they're uh-huh. just kind of walking and chatting. Milo ended up in the woods. He eats some bear, some bear crap. And then <laughs> the girls bring up Nick's girlfriend, Nick's girlfriend to Jasmine. And she says he's being like Nick Cannon. I don't remember why I wrote that down. Like he has me. a bunch of girlfriends. Nick Cannon has a bunch of... No, I knew... What Nick and why Nick Cannon, but I couldn't remember why she brought that up because he only has one girlfriend. Anyway, it's well, I think it's because he's trying to get after all these girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he didn't mention that he had a girlfriend because he wanted to see if he could make a, a connection with Jordan or Shanice mm-hmm. or like to see if they were going to be interested. And now that they're not interested, he's like, yeah, 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 I already have a girlfriend. Yeah. Shanice says he was hiding, hiding this because he wanted to see if they were into him. So. Very much agree. I mm-hmm. think they're, you know, he hasn't fooled anyone as much as he apparently seems to think he is. Oh my gosh, yeah, he does. <laughs> he thinks like, oh yeah, I just yeah, we'll get into that conversation. Well, anyway. isn't that in the ITM? Then he like he says his girlfriend is very independent and doesn't worry about him just talking. Yeah, like we'll uh, get... I'm not sure some of the things you said we'll are have to see just after talking. This season's over. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be okay with that if you were sliding into girls' DMs like that. Yeah, especially with all the crap that he's saying. I know. That's what I mean. It's not just, hi, how are you? Can't wait to be in the summer house with you. No. Shouldn't even be that. Fire emoji. (laughs) I just, I think that it, like. It didn't need to be anything. Like, it didn't really do. Like, I think getting into private situations like that is never a good look for someone, like. He could have mm-hmm. posted it publicly or something, you know, or found like, or just wait until they got there. Just like, wait. Yeah. I think you're better That's off more friendly. that way. Like, mm-hmm. and then you can, if you were on their profile and stuff, you could talk about that stuff with them in person. I think even for them, it's like the girls would probably feel better that way too, instead of it being like, oh, this shady dude's like sending me. Yeah. He's like DMs. sliding into my DMs. Yeah. And then he says nothing to me when I get to the house. So, mm-hmm. so I think. Awkward. Yeah. Not a good look. Mm-mm. So after this, Shanice heads out. She hops on in back to wherever she has to go back to. Bria calls the German boyfriend. We see the German boyfriend a lot. Mm-hmm. Jordan and Alex blow up pool floats in the pool house. And she says she never knows what Alex is thinking or if he's being sexual or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, they seem to be flirting quite a bit here mm-hmm. and Jordan seems to be into it a little bit and like they even got into a little conversation about like his bucket hat and such. So I thought that was interesting and I think that she probably likes his like ambiguity a little yeah. bit and stuff too. Like he's not trying to pursue her. So in some ways I think what other people have found attractive about her with like the playing hard to get Alex is very much like, oh, I'm here, I'm hanging out, I'm chilling, mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll chat and have a good time, but he's not, like, trying to get her pants immediately. So, and Amir's been very much like, I'm going to take you on dates, and I'm going to wine and dine you, and I'm going to do all this stuff, and you're going to be impressed, and you're going to sleep with me. <laughs> so, yeah. I think as a woman, when someone is friendly like that, like, they're just having a good chat, they're just kind of joking around, you're more comfortable because the pressure is off because she yeah. doesn't know if he likes her or not. He could just be being friendly. You know, they're just housemates. Yeah. And so then she is more interested because she's able to just relax and be comfortable versus with Amir. She's, I know he likes me. I know he's mm-hmm. trying to date me. I have to put up this like guard almost. Yeah. Versus just being able to have yeah. a good time. Just flowing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's see there it goes. I think that, it's still very much Jordan and Amir, but it was interesting that they showed this scene of them like, I think it was very much flirting. So, oh yeah, they were flirting. That's what I wrote so down. It was interesting that they showed that. So <laughs> then we got Silas and Nick playing beer pong out by the pool. Nick brings up the fact that Silas wants to manage every situation. So I think even with all the stuff that Nick is saying and doing in this episode i do think his conversations with silas were were really mature mm-hmm. and i think he brought up a lot of good points even though silas didn't take them mm-hmm. he asks silas if he thinks he's controlling in his relationship with jasmine silas responds that it may seem that he's trying to control things but is out of planning and wanting to make sure everything goes right which is controlling so um i'm a planner and I very much want things to go right, but I don't think that I'm like controlling of you in our relationship. No, but I think so that's like the I way that he was weird. trying to trying to 
explain it like it ended up in it was like oh i'm a planner yeah i just want to make sure things go right that's not the same thing i think that like and he's like oh like the budget this has nothing to do with the budget like (laughs) everything he said made him seem more controlling yes (laughs) to me (laughs) because you can be a planner like and I don't think Jasmine has any problems with that or anyone has any problems with that. Yeah. I think every relationship has the planner and then the person who probably is a little more like spontaneous or scatterbrained or whatever, like me. And I think they're very much willing to allow the planner to be exactly that. So mm-hmm. so I don't think it is a controlling thing. No, you just I think- naturally let it happen. But I think that he can't just allow that to happen. He can't allow Jasmine to be herself like he wants Jasmine to be as organized and planned out as he is about things, mm-hmm. which isn't, I just don't think that's natural. Like, not to say it can't happen, but it doesn't seem that way in their the relationship. So, Silas says he's not taking marriage advice from someone with a secret girlfriend, which is funny. But mm-hmm. I think it was a valid take. I think that, like I said, Nick made a lot of good points and approached this conversation well. And I think. Silas could at least consider what he's talking about. And this isn't the first time or the last time someone's breaking up him being controlling in a relation in his relationship mm-hmm. or that he needs to back that up and let Jasmine have a little space. Nick makes a good point that if Silas is overly protective and overly controlling, Jasmine may lose some of those skills to take care of herself. So I thought that was an interesting point to make of he's going back to being this like shroud or protector or whatever he feels he needs to be and stuff and i don't know it's just talking about it it just seems this parent-child relationship in a, in a way like the even just this this part of it's the just it's it's like uh, a dependency and i have had friends in the past who so like i got married later in life <laughs> So to say, but when I was in my early 20s, mid 20s, I had friends who were like, oh, no, I can't go without my husband. I couldn't travel without my husband or I don't want to go to this concert or whatever. Just a thing that was normal for me to go by myself or to go with like girlfriends and they couldn't go without their significant other because of this. They felt unsafe. Mm-hmm. And for me. I think once you're married or if you're in a serious relationship like that and the person is a protector, it can be like, oh, I'm afraid to go do this like by myself now. And sure, there's certain things that I'm not going to go do without you. But like I took oh, our two-year-old when he was, what, six months old? We went, we flew by ourselves, like capable to go and do a lot of things by myself. I don't need you to be there. But I think if you were always like, no, I have to go with you. Then it creates this dependency on you that in order for me to go do anything, I have to have you with me. And then like me and our two little ones would do nothing because we'd be just sitting at home waiting for you to go with us somewhere. Yeah. That's if they have that dependency now, what's it going to be like if Silas never lets her just live? Yeah. And I feel like it's like a lack of trust and confidence in your relationship in a way when you aren't willing to like, let your spouse be independent mm-hmm. as well. And encourage not them smother, to be. Yeah, not smother them and expect for them to just always, I'm trying to think of the word, not necessarily consider you, but not always have you there. Or or even, I guess, like, you should just be willing to let your spouse be independent. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
even just have like their own interests. And I think there's plenty of things that you and I were interested in in our own way. But then we have those things that we enjoy together. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't go to the movies by yourself or no, if you want to go do whatever by yourself, you're not allowed to. Because I feel like we each should get a chance to do those things and not to control each other and tell each other what you are and are not allowed to do. That's weird. Right. Yep. So then Silas says that Jasmine is very independent and she is the scheduler. And he is making sure the bills are paid. Nick says to let her shine. So just the whole, like this whole conversation was interesting because I think Silas was just being defensive more than anything. I think he missed the point, really, because he was Uh, talking about the budget and the scheduling. And I was like, you completely missed the point. Well, and even the whole scheduler thing was interesting because it was like, you just said that you're the planner, but you said she's a scheduler. Well, yeah, because she's the stay-at-home wife. So she's, you know, managing (laughs) the family schedule. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he just has a, I think he just has a very old school view on things. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm the man, I'm the provider. Like, she's going to, cook the meals and give me sex and do everything I say to her. So, so it's just kind of brutish and a lot of ways to me. And I hope that like he can mature and see past like just these views on things. Mm-hmm. And Nick said, let her shine, mm-hmm. let her be herself. Don't feel like you need to change her. Cause that's a, y'all been married for three months and I feel like, everything you're doing right now is just trying to change who you married so mm-hmm. and you're gonna it's like media said like you're gonna marry like four different people you're gonna you want to see them through all the seasons and all that and like of course people are going to change why you're married but i don't think that you should be trying to force those things like you should be changing together so. yeah i think about we've been married for three years and the amount that our life has changed in those three years yep yep yeah to be willing to grow and like change together yeah so then after this we get brian and brian <laughs> who's I brian, brian is. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i autocorrected to brian i was like <laughs> like, was brian? <laughs> I, I read it and i was like i was trying to go up my nose was like who the heck is brian <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, I don't know if I know Brian. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yes, Bria. Yeah, no, yeah. Bria and Preston are getting mac and cheese in the kitchen. Nick's girlfriend comes up again and Bria says that she wants to talk to him. Uh, talk to Nick. And Amir is sweeping and you know, he's just always doing random crap around the house. Yeah. I didn't really know what he was eating. He was eating something different. So no, I I didn't write it down. Wasn't eating the mac and cheese, but Bria says when Simon, their German boyfriend, comes, everyone is going to drill him and give him tons of questions and all that. So she mentions that Amir looks at her like a sister and asks if there's anything that she is lacking in giving that same respect to him. And he just gets immediately emotional. Right. About this. Like, like, Boyd, <laughs> I had to rewatch this because I was like, why is he crying? Yeah. It was like quite the shift in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So. It was, like, good on Bria to recognize in that moment that she needed to ask that question. So I think she did a good job there because he obviously just needed someone to ask in a way, like, 
how are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he says they don't know him yet or how he moves. Didn't understand that phrase, but but they don't really know him yet. I think that's just what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. Family is important to him because it's what anchors him down and he's getting confidence he didn't have coming to the coming into the house. He was worried about not being black enough and he's seeing that there are different levels of blackness. I put that this was comforting to me as well because I've dealt about that same worry just in different situations. Even like now, like having my hair the way I do, you know, it's am I black enough for this in a way because that's like something I've been told for years. You know, I'm in the middle, like I am biracial. So I've had plenty of times to where I have been in situations to where I wasn't quote unquote black enough. So well, I think you were even like not included in certain like diversity things and stuff like that. And that always confused me because I was like, what well, makes that person yeah. more like qualified? Yeah. Than like you. I'm good enough to a point, but then to actually be a part of it. You're good enough conversation. for the demographic to say, oh, I have this many, we have this many people of color, yeah. but not enough to be included. Right. In any decisions or even just be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, so then Preston and Bria comfort him in this and tell him they're there for him. So that was a good time. We're back to the pool. And Jordan tells Nick to get on the floaty. And we learn that he can't swim. So he tries to jump on the floaty and just flops in the pool. <laughs> this <laughs> so, was entertaining. Luckily, it wasn't deep at no. all. But then also i don't understand jordan being like i can teach you just get on the just get on the raft that how is that going to teach him how to swim <laughs> i didn't understand I guess that. it was like to help him like transition to get in the pool I don't yeah know. that's not how you get in yeah. the pool you don't jump onto a raft that's gonna immediately flip you off of it <laughs> yeah it did not like, work out not helping that's just funny to me i'd be like okay we're gonna ease into the water like he obviously could stand start with that <laughs> then go from there yep but it was entertaining. So then we get Bria on the phone with the drummer boyfriend, Simon, mm-hmm. again, and asking if he's ready to get drilled, to which he says, whatever. She cracks me up because she's it just is very, like, teenage girl meeting her family for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're going to ask you so many questions. <laughs> like. Yeah. They're going to want to know what your favorite color is and how you're going to treat me. I don't know if anyone else cares as much as you that he's coming in a positive way. Because we get into how how people care and not in a positive way. But no one else is, oh my gosh, I can't wait for Simon to get here because I have all these questions for him. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. (laughs) So that night uh, we get into a very uncomfortable dinner. Around the fire by the fire pit, so it looks like they ordered takeout or something like that. So there's Mm -hmm. a bunch of different meals going on, they all look delicious. Mir says they're going fishing tomorrow and that he'll be cooking it when they get back. So gotta love some fried fish. You've been all about fried fish lately, yeah. Well, side note, there's a traditional I don't know if you call it traditional, but there's like a it's called the Codfather, and you can get like fish and chips and like very british meals oh, it's, it's very good yeah and i made this silly thought i made this silly what did i say i wonder what kind of fish this is <laughs> <laughs> yep as we're eating it i was like okay it's cod like <laughs> no shit sherlock yep. 
Oh. But very delicious. They do it. And the fries are really good. Well. Yeah. And you got the malt got vinegar. Malt vinegar. And, mm-hmm. yeah. We uh, haven't got any mushy peas yet, but uh, probably they have them. Uh, <laughs> you can get them if you want them. Yeah. I'm not a fan of mushy peas, but I do like some British food and whatnot. Yeah, they have but, pies there, too. Uh, and Yeah. Meat pies. and I got a sausage uh, roll, sausage but the, and, the fish is, is yeah, the worth fish it. is top notch. It's... It, it's like one of their meals is world famous fish and chips, and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Like they bring it wrapped in the paper, and yeah, and our two year old so too. Like he's all about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like okay. So I'm like all right, we're coming back. <laughs> right uh, when your two year old eats it, you're like okay. I guess this is the yeah. staple now. Especially freaking fish. Anyway, I know. So Jasmine says summer and Jason will be coming. So my question was: Were they always supposed to come, or now that the other two got kicked out, now they're coming? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer either. I just thought that was interesting because now there's space because they're going to be in the like pool house. Yeah. So. Yeah, it probably was like, oh, we need to fill the space. Yeah, we got our we we got to call in our alternates. (laughs) Yeah, come on. It's like the challenge. We got to call in the alternates. Yeah. So that's gonna, you know, change up the house dynamic again. Mm -hmm. And then Jasmine brings up Nick's girlfriend again. Yep. And then at the whole table, just, and I know it's a reality TV show, but I feel like Jasmine and Silas just need social classes <laughs> and etiquette, like mm-hmm. how to bring things up, how to talk about things. And like I said, this reality TV show, so obviously the drama. Is I wonder too if producers are like, hey, at dinner, we want you to bring this thing up. And they have no, they're not smooth about it at all. No. Every time that she's brought up something like, in a group setting, it's just not gone well. Same thing with Silas. Like, he's even worse about it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, she says she has to support him differently because he's in a relationship. And I put lots of sub notes, but here I put, I'm hella uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and he says his interest was quote unquote ambiguous and he was having Whatever. a hard time play, playing two paces. Well, then why did you? Yeah. No one told you you had to. Silas asks if he regretted it. Jasmine says she was asking about Shanice and Jordan. Mentions that Nick said to Shanice, that's my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bria says facts. I put very uncomfortable conversation to have at a dinner. Like everybody <laughs> just is super awkward. And I put they couldn't talk to Mariah in a group. I'm still mad about that. But they can bring this crap up to Nick. He says the messages he sent to Shanice were friendly, but not overt. He says the that's my wife comment didn't happen. <laughs> so Everyone else said it did. <laughs> this man just Someone's straight lying. up lying. You could tell he's like, he's sweating over there. Yeah, he's I mean, uncomfortable. Like bullets are, he should just leave at this point. But he's just, he's taking up the stance that it didn't happen. He was just friendly with Shanice. Okay. Jasmine says that every time Shanice came up, Nick was gunning for her and seemed to be all about her. So this was in her ITM. And we're back to the table and Jordan asks how long him and Tasia have been a thing. And Nick says they've known each other since 2016. And then, quote unquote, you know, a spark. Yeah, but that doesn't match what he said. He said they met on New Year's Eve and have been dating for a year and a half, but now they've known each other since 2016. 
Yeah. So was it New Year's Eve 2016? Well, I put he's all over the place. He's definitely right? not his, his usual self, like no. calm and composed and, you know, able to hold a conversation. Well, like he was all frazzled mm-hmm. and I was frazzled for him. I was like, come on, man. It would have been better for him to just own up to his crap. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody thinks you're despicable already. So, and they definitely don't trust you at this point. So now you're making it worse by lying. So they go roast marshmallows. Thank God. <laughs> so <laughs> conversation's over. Uh, later that night, Preston takes a plate up to his room because, you know. Take some leftovers up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why not? Bria is texting Jasmine about Simon. And Jesus, this is a whole night. It's just awful. I feel like it doesn't get any better. But anyway. No. So she says she's excited to see Simon. Jasmine says she's excited to meet him. Silas is sitting there with Jasmine, looking over his shoulder, sees the text. He's like, did we okay this? And Jasmine says, no. Oh my gosh, Jasmine lies. And she's doing awful with confrontation when it comes to Bria. (laughs) So I'm like, just be honest. Like, you're sitting there telling this girl one thing and talking to Silas about another thing. Mm -hmm. Silas says they've got to challenge it. They've, quote unquote, allowed her to bring her dog. Everyone else was invited. It's a bit much to ask them to allow the boyfriend to stay with everyone else with equal access. I cannot. And this boyfriend is staying in her room. He's there to see her. And it's. Well, he's coming from Germany. He's going to affect everyone else just so much. And yeah, I just put that I I didn't agree with any of this. No. Uh, Even as the episode progresses, I think they're doing Bria dirty. And I just think. I get the dog stuff is one thing because that was a surprise. But comparing the dog and her boyfriend coming, yeah, they're totally not different the same situations. thing. And he's coming from Germany. She also told them about it, like told both of them about and it they at said the it was bowling okay. alley. Yeah. And it wasn't a big freaking deal. And like the whole thing with like equal access and all of that. I just don't understand like the language that he's using here. Yeah. Like and, he gets to use the pool. Yeah. The man probably just wants to come see his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, he lives in Germany. She's on vacation. She's probably just, oh, come hang out on vacation with me. I really want to see you. Like, and mm-hmm. he bought a ticket and is coming. Out. So I just don't, I don't understand why it's this massive deal in a way. He's uh, not going to travel from Germany for three days. Yeah. And that's even one the thing that comes up later is like how long he's staying and stuff. I'm like, it's not just like some random dude. Like mm-hmm. these people, they're in a serious relationship. So I guess. And maybe I've just never been on any of these kind of trips, so I don't know the etiquette or rules. But to me, it's if, like, he's taking care of himself and not going to cause any more ruckus than all the other fools in the house, what's the point? What's the big deal? And then after this, Jasmine tells Bria they need to chat before they head out the next day, whatever. But then Silas and Jasmine do it loudly again. Mm -hmm. So Banging it out. Yeah, they just don't care for anybody else. Here's the date, what they got going on. But it's a big deal that Simon comes and, like, hangs out with his girlfriend. So, and they're also the only people that are in, like, an actual relationship Mm -hmm. in the house. So, it's weird to me that they wouldn't let Bria also experience that and, like, have, and they just have this weird, oh, well, they're not married. So, they have this whole, that whole complex about that. But also... Jasmine's got this weird thing with Bria as well where she just thinks, oh, she just goes from guy to guy. And I'm like, it doesn't freaking matter what you think. Like, she's in a relationship with this guy. So, and I think the problem is that he's white. 
that's that's yeah, what that it feels like later. to me. And that's also just even in our relationship, there's been things like I tried to go to and I didn't because you weren't invited. And it was stupid because of the color of your skin. So mm-hmm. so reverse racism thing going on there, if we can call that a thing. Yeah. It was but, like, oh, no, you can't come if you're going to bring her. Like, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, all right. Well, have fun. Yeah. Won't be uh, coming then. Yeah. So then we're at the next day. Everybody's getting ready for the fishing day. Jordan talks to Amir about needing his hoodie. She's just standing in her jammies with no bra on. So they're getting real comfortable with each other. <laughs> Jasmine asks Bria to sit down to talk. Bria says that Simon's coming Thursday afternoon until the end. She mentions that she told them at the bowling alley, which we talked about. Jasmine says she wants to bring it to the house because of the last situation with Phil and Ryan and all that, which isn't the same situation. No. Um, and, yeah, I put the, <laughs> the same thing. Like, Bria already brought it up, and the man is coming from Germany. It's not the same situation. No, You can't treat it like that. I don't think that, like... You already agreed to it. You can't renege on it and say, I need to bring it to the house now. Yeah. That was something and to bring to the house when you went bowling. The producers, like, show it. They re-show the scene of yeah. Jasmine and Silas saying that it's okay. Yeah. And even, they even mention it in Jasmine's ITM. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine just basically tries to say that Bria plays a lot of games. And she's not taking, not put that she's not taking Bria, Bria seriously at all. And she... Looks like a joke to me. So, and Bree even says Simon's not Phil. So, and it doesn't seem like Phil was his own thing. Like mm-hmm. that was a whole different situation. So, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. And I don't, I guess I don't understand this whole complex of him being invited being weird because most of the people in the house were invited by somebody else. Uh-huh. They were a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like people. It's only not one group of friends. By Jasmine and Silas. Yeah, so. like there's connections that kind of go all over the place. Right. So it just like it just seems very personal to me, and there isn't good reason for him not to come. So, mm-hmm. so after this, Bria goes up, calls Janice while she's getting ready. Bria says that Alex. Oh, yeah. Alex sat her down to talk about the article he got about Shanice. Mm-hmm. She said there were no cameras and there definitely were. There <laughs> so. are cameras in like every corner of every room. There were no cameras and we get a shot yeah, right. of them talking about it. So. Like, I think what she thought is there was not like a camera person in the room, but they have those yeah. cameras up in the yeah, corners. Cameras there, because even when Silas and Jasmine were doing it, mm-hmm. they Silas realized there was a camera in the room. So the camera has been there the entire time. The whole time. We've seen y'all multiple times since yeah. um we don't need to see it again. So Shanice says she's never been on a vacation where people have deep conversations like this. <laughs> and I just think it's not really a vacation. It's not. Yeah. No. It's it's a bunch of people in a house. It's like real world, but like condensed. Yeah. And yeah, because it's it is and I feel like a big proponent of that is Jasmine and Silas, to be honest. Like, they're the ones that are cultivating these, oh, we got to sit down and have these philosophical conversations about 
like relationships and who you want to date and who you want to hook up with and like how you doing and all that and let's just have fun let's just do it we don't have to talk about anything or just let things naturally come up instead of pressuring them to come up yeah well most of these people on this trip don't want to talk about relationships Mm -hmm. Shanice said her purpose was to come hook up there Mm -hmm. and I don't know y'all aren't experts because you've been married for three months so anyway I just keep on moving (laughs) Shanice mentions that her monthly she had her monthly sex the night before so that's a thing for her and Bria asks if she asked Shanice if people are going to have a problem with Simon coming Shanice doesn't think there's a problem and Bria's obviously annoyed by Jasmine's response and she wants to go talk to Silas about it and I put this option not gonna go well since Silas no. was the one who sent Jasmine not a good idea so, yeah feel bad for her in that regard because she's gonna get Slapped in the face with whatever he's got to say. So we jumped to the cars on the way to go fishing. Silas, Jordan, Amir, and Preston are in the car. Silas asks if they're excited about Summer and Jason coming. Amir says that it was fun having a full house, but it was better when they were when they trimmed off the fat with mm-hmm. a smaller crowd. So I think that they haven't really had a full house yet just because they had a full house for two and a half seconds, but mm-hmm. then Phil got kicked out. So so I would think that Summer and Jason are going to be quite a bit different. We get to also like, what are these outfits? <laughs> yeah, they're like all wearing black for one. It was so weird. <laughs> like Silas had this weird vest on. Yeah, and I was like, I was what not, are these fishing, fishing outfits? You don't want to wear anything that you like care if it gets dirty, right, and smelly. Well, Amir's apparently the only one that has like wilderness experience yeah. like he's the one that's gone kayaking and like goes fishing and has done all of those things and everybody else is just all right i'm here so so they are fishing on the skipper alex does not know what he is doing but he catches a fish <laughs> he does <laughs> he wants to throw it back in for the weekends, for the weekends. <laughs> what is this bria catches a fish and tiny fish yeah amir catches I don't know what was wrong with my typing, but it says a C-based. C-based. Typing too fast, maybe. Yeah, my my autocorrect is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Lots of fish being caught. Preston also caught a fish. So everybody's doing well. They went out to a good area. I'm sure the guys driving the boat were like, oh, yeah, we'll take them mm-hmm. off to this spot. Amir asked if they wanted fried or grilled. <laughs> and they look at him like he's crazy. Like, right. fried, obviously. So... We get back to the house. Ten fish were caught, so they had a pretty good haul. Mm-hmm. They are getting ready for the fish fry. Simon sends flowers, so she's living three it boxes up. worth. Yeah, just All just having flowers. a great time. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's playing games. So Summer shows up, and she is do, 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 a personal assistant slash screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So she says, do, 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 "Gotta get back to my notes here." Jasmine says her and Summer met at the Sundance Film Festival. So, fancy Nancy. They bonded because they are writers. Summer says it's her, her first time at Martha's Vineyard. She knows Jasmine and Jordan. Jordan interviewed her for a Playboy article. So, I thought that was interesting. Like, Jordan kind of talked about, like, she isn't just, you know, in it for the, like, visual part of it, but mm-hmm. showing off her skills with writing that article. 
and Nick and Alex say she has a Hillary Banks vibe, which was true. Mm-hmm. So then they're in the kitchen, kind of talking about plans for the night and stuff. Silas says they're going to do a toga, toga night and a college theme, so they're going to have Team Alpha versus Team Kappa. Jordan says she has no mega tattoo, so she ain't doing either of that. <laughs> so for was it like her dad or something like that? Or I thought she said she was the legacy, meaning her dad like and her, her grand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then Summer says in the truth booth, which randomly pops up, I feel like truth booth is just kind of like new people when they show up. Mm-hmm. That she was kicked out of her sorority because she didn't care and didn't show up or fall in line. So which is like nothing to do with the sorority at all. She was just hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, why did you uh, even join if yeah. you didn't want to go to the meetings or do yeah. any of the activities um, or any of that? She says that she was an alpha fee. Jordan asks why they couldn't do schools and not Greek. And Silas gives some weird answer and some is some wants are, to keep the integrity of it. Yeah. And Summer's basically like it's sexist. <laughs> this yeah. is a problem. So Preston I tries just, to jump in here fraternity sorority stuff i'm like i don't i'm lost i'm so confused at the seriousness of this yeah i don't get it i didn't go to a traditional school that had any of that stuff so i don't understand it past my school did freshman year that school was a little bit more serious and then the school that i ended up like going to the next three years had sororities Mm -hmm. the biggest thing i remember about them is they would do stuff like on the like quad they would do like fundraising type stuff mm-hmm. for their organizations that they supported. But that was really it. Like it wasn't a heavy Greek life. Yeah. I think you find in other places, but I did, I dated a guy when I was um, younger who was in a fraternity and that's when I learned the most about it, but that was also Christian. So that was a whole other weird too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was weird stuff happening. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that was a traditional fraternity either. <laughs> Yeah. They would do like truth circles. Very limited on our yeah. Yeah, like I be like, oh, what'd you guys do tonight? A... And it was like, oh, we sat in a truth circle and we told each other things that like we appreciated about each other. I was like, oh my god. Here's my testimony. Like, I'm gonna cry took, about it. It took three hours for you to go around in a circle and just encourage one another. <laughs> <laughs> my god. Anyway, so yeah, our, our that was uh, not my thing. Obviously, I was not gonna join that. Our Greek knowledge is very limited over mm-hmm. here, but we're learning from somewhat from these people. Yeah. So next, Jason shows up, and he is a flight attendant. A flight attendant. So he says that Jasmine and Silas invited him. Him and Jasmine were roommates in New York, which was interesting. He mentions that Silas is more likely. More than likely suspicious of him because he's a heterosexual man that was a roommate with his wife. So, and with what we know about Silas, this is probably true. Even though mm-hmm. Silas tries to say he wants to get to know Jason and he wants to understand why Jasmine appreciates him. But to me, that just says, I want to see why my wife likes this man so that I can hate him more. Yeah, uh. so I can make sure he's not a threat. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. So... Just more that Silas is learning. Bria calls Simon again. She thanks him for the flowers. She tells him about the drama with Jasmine. Basically says, guess who's against this? And he's, it's Jasmine. So mm-hmm. then Jasmine walks in with Jason. 
Mm. Bria introduces them to Simon, who's apparently naked. And well, he, he doesn't have his shirt on, or he had just gotten out of a shower or something like that. Yeah, he's he's on FaceTime. You can't see anything. Well, the number of times that I'm still, like on FaceTime and I'm breastfeeding, and I'm like holding the phone so you can't see. Like, no, but he was very much that. like in. I'm having a conversation with my girlfriend, and Bria's just, oh, hey, look. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a shirt uh, on. Yep. And they talked to him about how he's coming on Thursday from Germany, and that was a 13-hour flight. It's a long flight. I've flown from, see, I flew from North Carolina, I think, then to New York, and then to Ireland, and then the UK, and it was a long flight. That's a lot of stops. Yeah, it was a lot of stops. It was cheap, though. Yeah. And then they leave. She asks if he's naked, and he's like, yeah, I'm naked because I'm taking a nap. I'm about to take a or, nap. That's what it was. Or he just got up from a nap or something. Mm-hmm. And then she asked to see his penis. So. And she was very excited about it. <laughs> she was. Apparently 10 inches is what she said. So. Oh, my gosh. Simon is packing. And then Jasmine's showing Jason around. Summer has the pool house. Jason gets upstairs, so. Basically, I think, like you said, Mariah and Phil spots. Mm-hmm. We jump to the kitchen. Amir is seasoning and frying the fish with Jordan. Silas is making the broccoli. And Jason makes a joke about Bria's boyfriend being white when she's seasoning the broccoli with more Lowry's. And Jason looks like he's fun and knows how to have a good time. So I think, like, he probably will bring another dynamic to the house. And even when he's joking with Bria and stuff like that, like, it's very lighthearted. And stuff too, and seems to just jump in, you know. So I think that's probably good for the house to have some more of that. Bria mentions that Silas doesn't. She mentions that Silas doesn't have her back right now, uh-huh. and he asks for one-on-one time. So Jesus, this yeah, is right. quite the Here conversation, and just and I feel like it just never ends. They sit by the pool. She brings up the bowling conversation where she told them about Simon coming. He says he doesn't feel comfortable telling everyone to forget their concerns and that Simon gets to stay as long as he wants, which I guess is part of the concern. And he's not staying as long as he wants to stay for a week. We also haven't heard anyone else share any kind of concern. No. And she brought this up and... Of course, now that he's about to be there, it's all of a sudden this big freaking deal. And I'm like, I I guess I just don't see what they expect from this man. Like, he's coming. He is on a plane, basically. Like, he can't just cancel his tickets. And I don't know. They just, if they didn't like it, they should have told her at the bowling alley when she was asking, basically, if it was okay for him to come. Yeah, and my thing is, like, this isn't a last-minute decision like you said he's got flights but also the producers i'm sure have been in talks with him like he's not just showing up and being on a on a reality tv show right yeah there was a lot of process going into it but also yeah like she brought it up at the bowling alley for the purpose of making sure it was okay if Mm -hmm. he even came to the house yeah so like she did her due diligence especially after all the milo crap and stuff like she actually did what she was supposed to do at that point Mm -hmm. and make sure it was okay with the leaders of the house, I don't think it needs to be a whole house decision. It's ask you, you say it's cool, he's coming. So, anyway, she feels like it has to do with race and doesn't, she doesn't get to have her partner with her. 
she brings up him saying that he said she brings up Silas saying that he prefers black women to be with black men. And he says he wants black women to be married, period, but preferably to a black man. I did not get this at all. I want that he wants black women to be married. What is he trying to say? Yeah, I didn't get it. I don't know why it had to be like any designation at all. And to me, it's the second part was just like, or like the first part about being married, period. I don't get the, I want to see black women married or he wants black women to be married. I'm like, I need, I need more. That's what I'm saying. They have this weird complex about being married. Like people can't just be in relationships for Jasmine and Silas. Like people have to be married for things to be solidified for them. And I don't know. I, I think it's just like this whole idea that marriage fixes all things in a way. You know, but that's the only time that their relationship can be taken seriously. Is yeah, if they're married. It seems seemingly matters is what it seems like. And yeah. and then to add on, they should be married to a black man. We're in a in a relationship, interracial relationship in marriage. So to me, I think that people should be able to marry whoever the hell they want to. So I was told for a long time that I needed to marry within my race. And because my children wouldn't know who they are. I'm like, think my children are concerned about who they are based on the color of their skin oh i think that you should find who is best for you Mm -hmm. and not be in the confines of your race or your culture or or any of that i think that there is enough of people being confined to that because of their family or what they grew up with or whatever so and if it works out that way then it works out that way. Yeah, if that's but, who that's who you love and they do happen to be the same race as you or the same background as you, like that's totally fine. Just the same as it is if that's not true. If there's someone that comes from a different race or from a different background, like that's also fine. Yeah. But I think she's bringing up this comment and using it, like bringing it up back to him. Hey, you said this. And he's, oh, no, that's not what I meant. And I'm like, no, I think that is what you meant. Yep, it like he like they played the clip, and it very much is a thing of like you said, you prefer black women be married to black men. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no matter what you meant, that's not what you said. So yeah. like you added, decide to add that on to he wants black women to be married. Period. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what he means by that. So yeah. I don't anything, understand I don't why it's know. a big freaking deal. Like, why do black women need to be married? They can. They can be. Is fully this another like? Yeah. Is this another? Yeah. It's controlling like need, thing. Yeah. I think he thinks that women need to be, like, they need a man to protect them or to make them whole or complete and stuff. And that seems to be like this point that he's making is that black women need to be married in order to like, yeah, I don't know, reach this ultimate goal in life of childbearing and cooking meals for the. I husbands. know a <laughs> so, lot of really strong black women who are not married, who yeah, are very successful. Freaking men, like to, very successful. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> and yeah, I just I think that if they want to get married, then sure, and they should get married on their own terms. Yeah, and they, if they should, have someone they love and they want to get married. They great. don't need to. If not, marriage isn't a starting line for anything. No. So definitely not. Uh, so I think that's a problem. His like I said earlier, like he's got very like old school views on things, and I don't agree with them. So. Mm-hmm. So then we jump back to the kitchen. Amir tells Jasmine 
That's how this needs help. So Jasmine goes out and it feels like Bree is just gonna get ganged up on. Yeah, this, this was point. not a good idea. And like he Silas says it breaks his heart that he's that she's basically accusing him of or racism and that he served with all these other races is what he says. And I just feel like that's not really a valid argument. Like you just because you've been around other people, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's like no. there's plenty of white people who say that same thing. Oh, I got a black friend. Yeah, you know, my neighbors are black. Yeah. Okay, well, do you even speak to them? Yeah, and I don't know. To me, it's not a good point to make in this situation when someone who is in a serious relationship with someone else who is of a different race, you're saying you're comparing that to you being in the same room closely, like working with other people of other races. Not the same situation. Yeah, a co-worker um, versus a romantic relationship are not the same yeah. thing. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't speak to this specific situation with Bria. Like, you totally zoom, zoomed out, made this about yourself, as opposed to this conversation you're having with Bria, yeah. who feels hurt right now because you still haven't given her a reason as to why, like, Simon shouldn't be able to come other than this ambiguous remark about concerns in the house and black woman being married. So <laughs> that's all I've gotten out of this conversation from Silas at this point. Oh my God. And I get that he probably feels offended, but I don't think that Bria necessarily called him racist either. I think that she was saying that Simon not being able to come to the house has to do with his race. Yeah. Because it is true. This is a predominantly black vacation spot. The house they're in is predominantly black. And he's looking at it as like, oh, this white person is coming in. And they probably even look at Bria as being not black enough in a way. You know, like this fear that Amir had is probably something that like Bria kind of fits into, but she just doesn't care. So, but now like she's dating this white guy and he could be coming to the house and they think that it's going to, especially they're on this show that's about predominantly black people on vacation as well so that's a whole nother thing so then we get back to amir in the kitchen he says that they thought it was going to be like three days max but it's five or six again don't know why it's a big freaking deal mm. we get back outside jasmine tells bria that this is a loving conversation but bria definitely doesn't feel that way and it feels wow. like she wants to go home and i just think that she is getting a whole lot of flack this season between all the Milo stuff, the stuff that happened with Mariah, and I think some of the stuff with Mariah, she ended up instigating a lot of that at the end of it, but I think it was because she felt disrespected because no one like took her seriously when it came to her concerns about the situation. So I think that she got drastic in that regard, but I think in other terms, like even just how Jasmine's talked about her and Simon's relationship this whole time. It's been very much, oh, it's not that big a deal. Bria just kind of jumps from guy to guy. She likes to play games. Like, everything that, like, Jasmine has basically had nothing nice to say about Bria this entire time. And then in a way, being really, been really two-faced with her as well, because even during their text when Solis said they had to challenge the whole thing, she was talking about how she was excited to 
to meet Simon. And then their conversation earlier that day, it still wasn't a thing of, I don't think he should come. It was, I think you should bring it to the house. So, so I think that Jasmine isn't being, being good about confrontation with Bria at all. And just making her life difficult for no reason. Other than Simon Silas is awful. Mm -hmm. So later the food is ready and everybody is getting ready. Everybody ends up eating at different times because of all the drama. And Jasmine says that she needed to come to Silas's defense because Bria was raising her voice. And I put in all caps, this did not happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bria didn't raise her voice one time. And oh Silas God. raised his voice. Mm -hmm. But, and even tried to accuse Bria of yelling at him. And she didn't one time. So, they just make shit up all the time to validate what they've done. Yeah. Or what they're doing. And it's awful. So, we see Bria packing up her suitcase to go home. Games have started downstairs, and everybody's in their togas and playing flip cup and all that. Silas feels guilty about the thing or something and is wants to go check on Bria because she's not down there, and he wants all the members of the house to be, you know, having fun. So he goes up there to talk to her, and Bria says she feels she keeps getting disrespected and asks if they care how she feels in her relationship. He says they made an exception for Milo and this just sets her off. She brings up Silas and Jasmine banging every other day loudly and being able to get off. And she's like, I can't get off with my dog. So Yeah, that was a weird uh, comment, but I was yeah. like, okay. Uh, he says Bria is manipulative and him and Jasmine are full members of the house. And he says people have a problem with Simon. Doesn't say who. Or what their concerns are again. Himself. Um, that's the only person. Yeah. And she calls him out and tells him he's controlling. So mm -hmm. that's the episode. We end with another cliffhanger. They do a good job with these cliffhangers too. Because I'm like, yeah. Jesus, give me the next episode. But we do get a next on. And the drama ramps up. And we have another houseboat. These people need to figure out their lives. And get some conflict resolution classes was my note here. For real, um, though. Jasmine, you don't need to vote on everything. Yeah, Jasmine and Silas are out of control or treating people terribly. And I like Summer and Jason so far. But, but yeah, the the next on, I feel, was essentially just like the beginning of the next episode, probably. And Jasmine, I mean, is telling Bria to stay in her room. And I'm like, what is this? Like, you can't talk to people this way. And you can't tell her to stay in her room. Like, she's not five years old. She can do what she yeah. wants. Like at this point, she was already packing her bags anyway. So, so they, of course, are calling the household. I feel like she's going to end up staying. But well, don't we see we? There's like a clip that shows Simon. So we know he gets here. Yeah, it could be like Carl and Lindsay on the last season of um, Summer House, where they left for twelve hours and came back. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I like Summer and Jason so far. I think they're good. Yeah, I think Summer, like, challenging Silas was good. And so I think that if that continues, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, she doesn't seem afraid to speak her mind at all, mm -hmm. which is great. And she's cute. I'm like, yeah. oh, I like her. Yeah. Jason seems fun. He seems like he knows how to have a good time. I feel like I'm resonating a lot with Amir. I don't agree with everything he does, but I feel like 
him as a person and like the things he deals with and brings up and stuff. I feel like I connect with a lot of that and I understand like his struggles and stuff in a way. So, but yeah, I think keep the drama coming. I like the show a mm-hmm. lot. So. Lots of good drama. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got. All right. For now, it's bedtime. Thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. And you can check out more on realityafterbedtime.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.